Paul Nolte is the Senior Wealth Advisor and Market Strategist for Murphy & Sylvest. Paul, good morning. And first off, let's talk about the uh, big news about Capital One and uh, Discover with the uh, yeah, 30, no, $35 billion yeah, dollar merger. Is that, is that going to mean anything to the consumer? Potentially, and here's a couple moving parts that are going on this morning with that merger. We're seeing Visa and MasterCard uh, trading down today. Discover obviously up a little bit more than 10%. Uh, just for full disclosure, we own Discover in, in a lot of our client accounts. But uh, I think what's going to happen is this one's going to get a lot of scrutiny from the FTC, uh, from the finance part of the government as well, and... It may or may not go, and here's one of the issues, is that you've got Capital One, which is a little bit more on the banking side, as well as Discover, and now you are going to see probably the third largest financial institution with this merger. And what that means is now you've got competition with Citigroup, you'll have competition with American Express, as well as MasterCard and Visa. And I think the government stance may be that they're okay having a couple weak players, i.e. discover separate from Capital One, than having two or three stronger players with MasterCard, the merger, and Visa. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, it's not a, necessarily a, a done deal, and the reason I say that is because Discover is up 10 per, uh, 12 percent or so this morning. The deal is actually for a 25 percent gain from where it closed on Friday. So there's still some questions as to whether this will be a complete deal by the end of the year. Big news today for sure, and uh, the big news last week with the economic numbers. Uh, it wasn't what uh, you financial advisors expected, was it? Well, us financial advisors, there are some of us who thought that the things would work out the way they did. Um, others, maybe not so much. But I think inflation is, is certainly the issue. And one of the things that is struggling here to bring inflation down is real estate. Real estate continues to be, uh, it is a large component of both inflation measures, PPI and CPI. And uh, in that part of the market is still doing very well. So the numbers on the real estate side haven't come down. Commodity prices are still well-behaved. But what's happening now with this data that's coming out is we're seeing a little bit weaker consumer. Retail sales are down a little bit. We're seeing it in some of the retail numbers this morning. Home Depot, Walmart's uh, yet to report. But we'll get retail sales from the or, or earnings numbers from those companies here later on this today and uh, through this week, the consumer is maybe not tapped out. You never want to count the consumer out, but certainly not spending at the pace that they were. And this creates a problem for the Fed. Do they cut rates? Do they leave rates where they are? If inflation continues to stay relatively high and sticky around this 3% level, can they justify cutting rates later on this year? And so the bond markets reacted. Interest rates are a little bit higher in in the uh, bond market. But the stock market is still uh, very much whistling past the graveyard. Consumers are more interested in experiences than stuff these days, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. When you take a look at the the economy, it is very much a, a two-part economy. Um, inflation on the manufacturing side and the what I would call the stuff side, um, you know, when you go in and, and buy different things at the Home Depot, et cetera, those prices have moderated. But the experience sites are restaurants, food.
hotels, et cetera, those prices have been very sticky and continue to rise at a, at a pace that's a little bit above that 3% level. And that's where the demand is. Uh, you were seeing a lot of demand for uh, experiences, if you will. We're not seeing uh, people going out and buying a ton of refrigerators and remodeling their house. They did that during COVID, and that's really uh, has passed by. It's now going places and doing things, and that's where the inflation numbers show up. Technology is still booming, right? Oh, yeah. And we get NVIDIA earnings after the close uh, tomorrow. And so that will be the last of the of the big companies to report. Expectations, obviously, are, are through the roof for NVIDIA. The Magnificent Seven, as it were, maybe six if Tesla drops out of that. Uh, their earnings came in pretty good. The stocks have held the market up to this point. So far this year, we saw rotation fourth quarter of last year. We saw value, small cap, international do extremely well. Um, and that was on the expectation interest rates were coming down. As interest rates have turned around and gone back up again, investors have migrated back toward the quote-unquote safety of technology. And we saw that uh, happen a fair amount uh, over the last three or four years as interest rates have moved. Uh, investors have moved to technology more than the safety of, say, consumer staples or utilities, which typically have been the safe haven uh, investments. Interesting report out this morning. Huge numbers of Americans leaving the workplace in a surprise second wave of the post-COVID retirement boom here in the United States. Um, about 2.7 million more retirees than predicted now. That number was 1.5 million just six months ago. And I guess this is uh, due to the higher stock market returns and increasing asset values. Uh, is that what's causing this trend? It's, I think it's a combination. Uh, one is certainly the market returns from last year being in the 15 to 20% range. And so, you know, 401k balances are looking pretty pretty good at this point. And I think if you're looking at a lot of uh, workers that are, are looking at the workforce today and going, okay, I can work from home. Um, I don't have to go in the office. Maybe I can find something part-time. Um, and taking a look at that work-life balance, if you will, maybe a little bit differently than they did five, six years ago uh, pre-COVID. And I think COVID has opened up a lot of people's eyes again to, let me look at some alternatives. Let me look at something different and see if I can make this work. And so uh, you know, we're sitting down with a lot of clients and kind of going through their portfolio and their investment and lifestyle and saying, okay, how can we make this work? What needs to happen? Uh, to to allow uh, allow them to retire. So the market has something to do with it, but I think it's a changing in attitudes about mm. uh, about work in general. Paul Nolte, Murphy and Sylvester, we're glad you're still working, Paul. Appreciate it. Um, I'll be here forever. <laughs> I know the feeling. Have a good day. <laughs>